Hello, my name is Amy Grace Smith, and today is day 58 of the 90 Day Challenge. This week we are growing in a lifestyle of community through building a habit of building one another up in love. As we begin, let's pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. Community is living committed. It is the way we participate and persevere within the local church. We were meant to live in authentic relationships, to love generously, to serve humbly, and to live in unity and at peace with one another. This is our design and our call as followers of Jesus. Today we are reflecting on how, as believers, we are called to forgive others. Mark 11, 23-25 says, Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. As someone who is passionate about the importance of prayer, I love seeing examples in scripture that reveal more about how prayer works and how we can pray effectively. This passage reveals so much. It shows us that forgiveness is an integral part of our ongoing spiritual walk. Jesus similarly includes this theme in the Lord's Prayer when he's teaching his disciples how to pray. Forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. As Christians, we've been forgiven so much by our gracious and merciful God that the proper and right response is to also forgive others. Forgiveness can be painful, and yet we find camaraderie with our Savior who suffered greatly to forgive us. When we don't forgive, we see in this passage how it not only affects our relationships with others, but our relationship with God and even the effectiveness of our prayers. It matters to God that we live in the righteousness of extending forgiveness to others. So how can we lean into putting forgiveness into practice? For someone who's experienced abuse or harm in relationships, forgiveness can be a very challenging road. It is okay for you to need time and help to heal and learn what it means to forgive in those circumstances. Some wounds are deeper than others and more costly to forgive. However, daily life is full of moments where we find we are holding things against people and need to forgive them. I don't know about you, but for me, it can be tough to forgive because withholding forgiveness feels like the only piece of justice I might get. 
But often this withholding ends up hurting us as much as or more than others as we eat the cost of our own unforgiveness. It can be a battle against our flesh and the enemy to forgive. Most of the time, it won't feel like something we want to do. From my experience in this tension, I've found that even just starting with naming before God how I feel wronged and saying aloud, I forgive this person, can open the door to continued forgiveness. Sometimes I have to keep repeating it until I start to mean it more, but even opening my heart to what I know God wants by saying it out loud stirs up my willingness to change and can help my heart shift toward forgiveness and obedience as I take that first step. Forgiveness can be painful, but we don't have to feel 100% forgiving, ready, and joyful about it to start the process. We can lead our hearts with our words and actions. Let's return to the passage and listen for a particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit might be highlighting today. Mark 11:23 to 25 says, Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. What word or phrase jumped out at you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today in response to any of this? Let's take a moment to pray and ask God if there's anyone he's leading us to forgive this morning, even if it's just our first small step towards forgiveness. Take a moment now to listen. Jesus, you have treated me perfectly, but I have sinned against you. Still, you chose to die to offer me forgiveness. I choose to die to myself today, to offer others the same forgiveness that you have offered me and them. Forgive me my sins as I forgive those who have sinned against me. If there is anything you would like to add to these prayers or anyone you would like to forgive, take a moment to do so, or continue to sit in the presence of God. As we take these reflections into the coming day, let us remember the command of Jesus in John 13, 34 to 35. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Father, help me to live as your child, secure in your love. Jesus, help me to live as you did, loving God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance and putting all my hope in you. Amen.